0: Welcome to the Thriving Authors Podcast, where we delve into all aspects of what it takes to get your dream book out of your heart, onto the page, and into the world, connecting with a wide audience of readers. I'm Dallas, and I don't just want you to be a published author. I want you to be a thriving author, confidently sharing your ideas, making an impact with your words, and owning your unique voice that deserves to be heard. I've spent the past two decades immersed in the publishing industry, building my career as the best-selling author of five books and counting. As a book coach, I have helped dozens of women birth their books and live their dreams. And here's what I know to be true. You deserve abundant creativity, a nurturing writing practice, and a supportive community that inspires and uplifts you through the ups and downs of the writing life. I want to help you write and publish your dream books that grow your audience, grow your business, and grow your legacy. On this podcast, you will find behind-the-scenes lessons from my own book writing and publishing journey interviews with successful published authors, and tips and advice you can start using today to move you forward in your writing life. You don't have to do
1: this alone. Let's
0: get started.
1: Hi, everybody. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Happy Wednesday. I'm so excited to be coming at you live today with a free training. So today I want to talk about two simple but mighty questions to ask yourself every single week to really move forward in your writing project. And this is something that I think is especially powerful if you're working on a big writing project like a book. Um, Hey, Olive. Hi, Kit. I always compare writing a book to running a marathon um, because it is a long journey, right? It's something that we really have to Sustain ourselves over this course um, of writing this book, that it's not like something we can just knock out really quickly. And so I think being able to keep our motivation up, keep our momentum going, and keep our mindset solid and confident. Is so important in that process. And one thing that we talked about, I had a coaching call last night for my mastermind program, Thriving Authors Academy, and this question came up about, um, you know, how do I keep my motivation high during this course of writing the book? Um, you know, I'm planning to celebrate when I finish, but what about throughout the throughout the journey? Like, how do I keep myself motivated and how do I keep myself feeling good about my progress? And one thing that really came up with our conversation was this idea of celebrating every single writing session. So I wanted to share that with you really quickly before I dive into these two simple questions is this idea of, do you celebrate your writing sessions? Do you really celebrate taking the time to sit down and spend time with your writing project and carve out the time and put in the work? You know, do you celebrate yourself after every single session? that you do that. And I think that can be such a shift as well with motivation is this idea of what would that look like for you. What would that look like if instead of putting off the celebration until you reach the end, if you really, um, we're proud of yourself and recognize yourself for every single time that you sit down to write. And so that's, I guess, just a bonus question I'll throw in here because it came up last night on our coaching call is this idea of what might that look like for you? What would it look like to celebrate every single writing session? Maybe it would be um, just saying, putting your hand on your heart and saying, I'm so proud of you for showing up for yourself today in your writing. Maybe there's a little treat you want to give yourself after your writing session, like, um, I don't know, a favorite television show or podcast or a hot shower or something that feels like luxurious and nice after your writing session. Maybe you want to celebrate by going for a little walk. Um, I really like keeping track of my progress with stickers i have a little sticker chart and i put a sticker on my chart every um after every writing session which just gives me a little boost of um motivation and just feeling like yes i did it today i'm seeing my stickers add up along the chart so just extra something to think about is are you really celebrating your progress every single time you um carve out space and time and bandwidth and mental space and emotional space um to sit down with your writing project and spend time with your book? Um, Are you celebrating that already? And if not, what is a simple way that you could um, celebrate that and start really celebrating the journey as opposed to waiting until you reach the destination to celebrate that? So I think so often we tell ourselves when I reach the end, that's when I'm going to really celebrate or be proud of myself um, or feel like I've accomplished something. And I think, my friends, that that's just a recipe for feeling unfulfilled through the whole process of creating. And that's why so many people stop partway through when things get challenging and difficult and and kind of messy, is that we're putting off rewarding ourselves until we reach the end. And the thing I've also found is once you reach the end, it sometimes feels less satisfying than you expected it to be. Or it's like you keep moving the goalpost forward where you think, okay, well, I finished my first draft, but I'm going to wait to really celebrate until I go back through and edit everything. Or, okay, I finished editing, but I'm going to wait through to celebrate until um, I hear back response from my early readers. Or, oh, I'm going to wait to celebrate until I get a literary agent or until I get a publishing deal or until I'm holding my published book in my hands. We sometimes put off. That really celebrating ourselves and being proud of what we've achieved when I'm a big believer in celebrating every one of those things, they are all reason to celebrate and they are all reason to really be proud of ourselves um, and just tell ourselves that we're doing an amazing job because we are. And so often we, you know, we don't tell ourselves that enough. So that's just a little, a little side note based on what was coming up in um, the coaching call last night and something I'm just so passionate about and something that, the more that I'm in this industry, the more books that I publish, the more I'm such a big believer that the magic and the power of writing our books really comes through the process of writing them, not through the end result. And so the more that we're able to really celebrate and enjoy the process, um, even in kind of the sticky and difficult moments and like really reward ourselves for the act of showing up and sitting with that discomfort sometimes and showing up for our books. Like, I just think the more joy we get out of that process and the more fulfilling writing is. So, okay, let's get into these two simple questions. So these are questions that I use in my own writing practice um, every week and that I also do with all of my clients in Thriving Authors Academy. And these questions might seem a little bit simple, but they are mighty, especially when you use them consistently and it really doesn't take too much time and this has really been a game changer, both for me and for so many of my clients. So I'm going to share the questions with you. You can write them down. I'm going to give some examples. And I really want to hear from you um, if you want to share your answers to some of these questions um, looking at this week. So the first thing that I'd recommend is carving out some time every week to, um, to ask yourself these questions. So this might be on like a Sunday night, you know, before the week starts, or maybe Monday morning, or maybe you want to look at these questions on a Friday. Um, So just look at a time in your calendar where you feel like it would be a a great opportunity just to naturally kind of sit down and just take five minutes to really think about these questions. Like I said, consistency is really important with this. I think it just helps build up this habit and build up this momentum of, of doing this. And you'll start to kind of see yourself doing it automatically where you really are um, giving yourself credit and focusing in on um, on your goals. And so I want you, once you've chosen a time, to actually go into your calendar you can do that right now go if you have google calendar on your phone and mark out a little appointment with yourself you can just set it for like 10 minutes apply will take way even less than that maybe even five minutes um to remind yourself to actually sit down and do this i have some clients who journal about these questions you might write them down in a document i think it can also be very powerful to say them out loud and um it can also be super powerful to share them with somebody. So if you have a writing partner or an accountability partner or a writing buddy or a group, you can share them with me. Um, if you join our book breakthrough community on Facebook, it's a free community where I would love for you to share your answers to these questions. You can pop in there every week and share them. I think having that extra accountability where you're sharing your answers with somebody is, um, is really huge as well. Okay. So here's, so my first question is related to celebrating yourself is thinking about what are my wins? related to my writing from this past week. So this is something that we do with my ladies in Thriving Authors Academy at the beginning of every weekly coaching call. We all go around and we share an update about our week and specifically focused on our wins. And I can feel a little bit uncomfortable at first and I've noticed a pattern of often we, I think it's just natural, especially for us as women to um, kind of downplay ourselves or to deflect or to focus so much on maybe what we wanted to do to do but didn't quite get done as opposed to really giving ourselves credit for all of the things we do. And the magical thing about taking the time to answer this question of what are my wins from the past week is I think we notice wins that otherwise we would have just completely written off. And what is the best way to build confidence in ourselves as writers? to build our identities as writers, and to build our motivation and our momentum moving forward, it's feeling like we can trust ourselves to do this thing, right? It's celebrating these wins along the way and feeling like, you know what? I was going to write off last week as feeling bad about myself, like I didn't really do anything. But actually, when I sit down to think about it, I did do that you know, half an hour of brainstorming about my book, and I did... Mm, a little bit of outlining. And I guess there was that one day where I took some notes about my book on my phone and I listened to that one podcast about writing, right? So all of a sudden we start realizing, oh, actually I did this and I did this and I did this. And I even encourage my ladies too to sit down and add up like, if you're really a numbers person too, like how many words did you write this week? Or how much time did you put into your book this week? Because sometimes we, especially if maybe, I don't know, maybe the day that you're thinking about these questions, you didn't have the best day or you didn't have the best writing day or you for whatever reason feel a little bit down about yourself or you like kind of have this negative feeling about um about your writing. We sometimes that casts a pall over the entire week that came before and we just sort of feel like, "Oh, I didn't do anything this week." Right? But when we actually sit down to think about it, um we realize, "Oh, actually, I did a lot more than I thought I did. So this that comes up a lot where people will say, "You know, I was going to say I didn't do anything, but actually I did a lot more than I thought I did." And once we're able to recognize the wins that we that we should be celebrating, it gives us more confidence and more motivation for going forward that we're going to be celebrating more wins. Um and so this also can be related to Internal shifts, maybe that you saw in your writing this week. Maybe you were juggling a lot. Maybe it was a hard week or a busy week or a heavy week, but you still took the time to carve out 15 minutes to do your writing. Or you still found yourself, you know, thinking about your characters and jotting down some notes about them. Or, you know, you gave yourself a lot of grace around your writing goals when things didn't go as planned. You didn't beat yourself up. You instead just moved forward and got ready for the next day. So I think all of those are amazing wins to really recognize and celebrate. And something that I have found um, over years of doing this work is that sometimes the wins that mean the most and that are most important to recognize are those maybe small, tiny seeming ones. life does not go as planned. When we get sick, when our kid gets sick, when someone in our family needs us, when our schedule just kind of goes bonkers, when we have this big project dumped on us on our day job, like when life kind of happens and get messy, and we still are able to show up for our writing project, even in a much smaller way than we originally planned, I think that is even a bigger win to be celebrating, because it helps us believe in ourselves that even when life gets messy, we still are there for our book, we're still there for our writing, we're still able to figure out ways to stay connected with our writing project. And so sometimes I feel like those weeks when we don't feel like we have any wins to celebrate are really those weeks, that's so important to mine into our memories of the week and find at least one, but I'm sure more will come out of what wins do you really want to recognize and celebrate in yourself. And if this is hard for you, this exercise is hard to be thinking about what do i want to give myself credit for Um, i would say one working on it the more you do it the easier it gets so it might feel a little bit uncomfortable or you might almost feel like i don't deserve credit for that but i still really encourage you to write it down and the more you do it the more natural it becomes where it starts to feel just something that you do kind of naturally is giving yourself credit giving yourself grace Really um, being proud of yourself for the progress that you are making instead of beating yourself up for what you didn't get done that you maybe wanted to get done. Another tip to make this easier, if this feels a little bit, you know, challenging or uncomfortable for you, is to think about if if your best friend was in your situation, like what wins would you give them credit for? So I think often we're so much easier on our loved ones than we are on ourselves so um, if, if there's someone in my Thriving Authors Academy who is like, I'm just really having trouble thinking of any wins that I want to share with my writing, I'll say, okay, well, let's, let's think of if someone else in our group were in your shoes, like what wins would you be giving them credit for? So if your best friend were in your situation, had the week that you had... Can you find at least one win or one um, little credit that you would like to give them to recognize from the week, from the week they had? And often then you'll be able to find at least one thing, because if it was your best friend in that situation, you would be, I think, a lot more encouraging and kind and gracious um, than sometimes we are to ourselves. So that is one big question. And again, I encourage you to write this down. I encourage you also to think about Is there something that you can do to really celebrate that win or to celebrate that momentum? It doesn't have to be, you know, super fancy. Something I like to do that maybe seems a little bit corny, but um, I think is really powerful is I will look into the mirror, look at myself, look myself in the eyes and say, I'm really proud of you. I'm really proud of you. And you can even expand on that further. You could say, you had a really tough week and you still, you did a great job. Like you're doing this thing. Um, so something just to kind of lock in that win and that mentality of you are on your own team, right? You are cheering yourself on. You are, you're there for yourself, um, and just really recognizing all that, all that you are doing. So the first thing, like I said, is celebrating wins from the week that just happened. And I think really key about this is trying not to judge ourselves, um, and trying to look at it almost like if you were a scientist and you're just looking at the, data of the week. So let's say you wanted to write every single day. You wanted to write seven days last week, but you only managed to write three. I think it's really common for us if we we look at that one to focus on the days we didn't write, not on the days we did write. And also to be very judgmental, like, oh, I'm never going to get this book done if I'm not serious about writing every single day. Or gosh, I can't believe that I, you know, didn't, Reach my goal of writing every single day. You know, oh, I'm, I'm just, I must not be a serious writer. We just put all these judgments on ourselves. But instead, if we can just look at it more like this is data we're getting, okay, last week I wanted to write for seven days. I wrote for three days. One, yay me, I wrote for three days. Woohoo, I'm celebrating that. And then two, moving forward into the next week, how can I use that data to um to kind of help me with my goals for this next week. So, maybe the reason you didn't write for 7 days was because you got sick or maybe you were needed in some other in some other reason. Maybe you didn't write for two of those days because you decided to watch Netflix instead, you know, which maybe you were really tired, maybe you didn't feel like it. But so I think being honest with yourself about why you weren't able to write if you didn't quite reach the goals that you set for yourself and trying to not be judgmental and instead say, okay, this next week um, I'm going to, if I really feel tired or not like writing, I'm going to remember how it felt this week and I'm going to maybe make a different choice. I'm realizing that everything is a trade-off, right? So um, there might be some days where it's just, the right decision for you to not do your writing time that day and just kind of relax and um, kind of rejuvenate yourself and do something like curl up with a good book or watch Netflix or something like that. But there might be some other days where you're like, you know, I think I really should have stayed true to my schedule and sat down for my writing time on that day. And so this next week, when I feel if I feel that urge, like, oh, I don't want to do my writing today, I'm going to remember this And I'm going to think about how I want to make a different choice, so I'll have even more wins to celebrate this next week. So I think key to doing this this wins work is trying to celebrate ourselves for what we did and not be judgmental, not make stories about ourselves if there were places that we want to do better for the next time. Because that's just excellent data for us to have moving forward. So question number one is, what am I celebrating? What wins am I recognizing? What am I proud of myself for, related to my writing in the past week? Question number two is looking ahead to the next week. And I really like to do this on a week by week basis. And so whatever day you carve out to do this, that's like the start and end to your week. So if you do this on a Monday, you're looking ahead to the next Monday. If you do this on a Friday, you're looking ahead to the next Friday, If you do this on a Wednesday, right, today's Wednesday, you can just go Wednesday to Wednesday. So you're looking ahead to the next week. What are my intentions related to my writing? So this question, I think, can be really, really helpful at focusing our brains related to our writing projects. So often we get overwhelmed because our book feels so big and like there's just so much that we still have to write, want to write. Maybe we have a ton of ideas and we're just not at that place in the book yet. And I think a lot of people quit partway through because of just this overwhelming feeling of like, I don't even know if I'm making too much progress or I don't really know what to focus on. So if we can get really clear, breaking things up week by week and think about, okay, what is my intention for this week ahead? So I want you to be really like honest with yourself about, how much time you do have to commit to the book in this next week. So you can look at your schedule and see, what does this next week look like for me? Are things pretty calm? Do you feel like you have time to carve out to be working on your book, thinking about your book, writing your book? Or is it a busy week? Maybe you're traveling somewhere. Maybe you're having a dinner party. Maybe it's a really crazy week at your day job. You know, so I think being intentional and looking at things week by week um, is a great way to kind of break down and focus on being realistic about how much time you realistically have that week, how much bandwidth you have to work on your book, and also breaking down the monumental task of writing a book into smaller sections that we can work towards and, um, and feel like we are accomplishing these goals and celebrate ourselves. And it's just a lot of momentum and motivation when as we continue moving forward. So I think one thing our brains like to do, our brains love to solve problems, right? And so sometimes when we're writing a book, we have all these future problems that our brain likes to remind ourselves of, but they aren't really relevant for where we are in the process of writing our book right now. So for example, my brain might be trying to be helpful with the editing phase of my book project when I'm still in the drafting phase. So. When I'm drafting a book, I'm an underwriter. I talked before about underwriters and overwriters. My first drafts tend to be pretty lean, and when I'm writing, I know that I'm gonna go back, and in later drafts, I'm going to add more details to really flesh things out. Um, Sometimes there will be entire conversations that I know I'm gonna go back and like add more conversation there. For me, the first draft is really just getting the the basic story down on paper, and I'm an underwriter, so I just know I'm gonna go back and add more when I'm when I'm editing or writing later drafts. Besides, my brain um, that's is recognizing problems with my manuscript of like this character isn't described enough here, or this conversation, you know, doesn't really say enough. And my brain is telling me about all of these things that I need to work on and and think about and focus on with my book. But the current day, the current week in the project those are not useful. Those actually just hinder me and hold me back and make me feel overwhelmed and stressed out. And so I think with focusing on just the week ahead, what are your intentions for this week ahead? We're able to tell our brain, thank you very much for your concerns. Thank you for pointing those out. We'll get to them later. Those will be my intentions or my focus for a later week down the line. For this week, I'm just focused on drafting chapter 22, right? That is my focus for this week. Anything that's not related to drafting chapter 22, any problems that come up, thank you, Brian. I'm going to write them down in a little parking lot of ideas here so I have them to remember later, but I'm not going to worry about them. I'm not going to focus on them. I'm not going to get sidetracked by them. This comes up a lot in my coaching calls too with clients who will start to get fears and doubts related to. Um, the publishing process, or what readers are going to think about their book, or I just think often these fears and doubts come up that are that are really useful to recognize, and they'll be really useful to think about later, but they're not helpful with the phase that we are in our creativity and our project right now, and instead they just get us kind of spinning our wheels in this way that is not useful or helpful, and that actually just gets us um, feeling demotivated about our project. So that's why I really encourage you to think about just week by week. And like I said, be really realistic about the time and the energy and just kind of the like the brain space that you have for that week going forward. And for some people, this can be helpful too, with um, the, if your schedule ebbs and flows or fluctuates, being able to figure out, okay, this next week, when are the best times for me to do my writing? And I'm going to schedule those in right now. So let's say you are taking a trip. And so, you know, you're going to have a four hour plane ride. Maybe you're like, oh, that's going to be a great time. I'm actually going to treat that plane ride as like my own mini writing retreat because nobody's going to be calling me on the phone. Nobody's going to be wanting anything from me. I can just plug into my headphones, get my laptop out, and I'm going to do a writing retreat during my flight. And so that really can get you excited about that writing time and get you like ready to dive into your work as opposed to feeling like, oh, I'm traveling this week, so I'm just not going to get any writing done, right? So I think being intentional about where do you see little pockets of writing time that might, um, you might otherwise miss in your week. And also where are, what would be some ideal times for you in this upcoming week to work on your book? Um, and being realistic about maybe it's a week where you have a lot of time. Maybe it's a week where you don't have as much time. Maybe it's a week where you have a lot going on in your, your life or your job for whatever reason. And so it's going to really be instead of a word count high week, it's going to instead be like a lot of brainstorming and percolating week where you're going to be thinking about your book, maybe going for walks and thinking about your book, even if you're not spending a lot of time in front of the keyboard. Um, writing down a bunch of words. And I've said this before, but I believe that the time we spend away from our manuscripts thinking about our book is just as important as the time that we spend writing. Um, Often that time where we're away from our creative project, and our brain is just percolating on it, and we're giving ourselves intentional time to be thinking about our book and brainstorming. That time often is where when you get those aha moments, or those like lightning bolt ideas, it's because of that time you spent away from your book usually that's really what kind of um, causes those creative inspiration moments to happen and so I think going back to celebrating our wins giving yourself credit for that time is so important too sometimes I have clients who they're like oh I didn't really do any writing this week I just you know thought about my book a lot and I didn't actually really write many words and they almost say it like a bad thing and I'm like no that's something to celebrate you thought about your book a lot you did some brainstorming you figured out your outline you got this you know, character sorted out like that's amazing. That is, that's progress. That's meant to be celebrated too, right? It all counts and it all moves your book forward, and it's all like a necessary part of the process. So, thinking about your intentions for the week ahead, I want you to also um, be honest with yourself about what motivates you as a writer. So some of us are really motivated by word count goals. If that is you, I want you to set a word count goal for the week ahead as your intention. Some of us are not really motivated by word count goals and word count can actually be kind of stressful. So maybe instead for you, you want to set a time goal of like, I'm going to write these times, or I'm going to spend this much time with my book this week, that can be a great way of thinking about it too. a client brought that up yesterday, is this idea of spending time with my book. So maybe you're spending time with your book actually writing in your document. Maybe you're spending time with your book jotting down notes on your phone or going for a walk or thinking about your book as you're washing the dishes, right? But it's like this idea of how much time do you wanna spend with your book this week? Um, and like I said before, I really encourage you to actually block out this time on your calendar if you're able to. This is an appointment you're making with yourself. This is an appointment you're making with your book. And having that time blocked on your calendar, even just for that one week ahead, recognizing that it might change the following week or the following month, but just for this one week, like when do you want to block out that time to intentionally be working on your book? And um, I don't know if this is you, but I used to feel like, well, I'm a creative person and I really want to be flexible and I want to write when, you know, inspiration hits and I almost felt like that was a positive thing of being able to um, have more flexibility in my schedule for when I was going to do my writing, but actually what it did was it just caused more stress for me because I would spend all day kind of being like, well, am I going to write now or maybe I'll write later or maybe I'll write after lunch, but then something would come up after lunch and I'd have to push it off. And then it would be like 9 p.m. and I wouldn't have gotten any writing time in that day. And I would just feel so yucky about it. And so what I learned is when I'm able to schedule my writing time, at first we might have some resistance of like, oh, it doesn't feel as flexible or as creative or as inspired. But actually I think it gives us more flexibility because we know this is the time I'm gonna focus on my writing. And then the rest of the time, you know, I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to be constantly asking myself, when am I going to write? When am I going to write? Am I going to write today? Maybe I'll write tomorrow instead. And we we instead, we know these are the times and the days I'm going to, that I'm planning to write. And again, if things go off the rails, if life gets crazy, you know, that's okay. We just come back to it again the next day. But I would really encourage you to set your intention for when or how much you want to write the week, looking just at the week ahead and really schedule that into your calendar. And, or if you're a word count goal person, think about, our, you know, how you might break the that word count down over the course of the week. Are you going to be writing little by little every single day? Or are you going to have a writing retreat on Saturday and you're planning to churn out a bunch of words on that day? So looking at your schedule and really trying to plan out when your writing is going to happen. And I think I really encourage you to do this, even if you feel some resistance as I'm describing this process right now. Um, I would love you just to try it, try it for 30 days, try it for a month and see how it feels to you. Um, For a lot of writers that I work with, there's some resistance to it initially, but once they actually start looking at the week ahead with intention, scheduling their writing time and planning it out, it is almost like this weight lifts off their shoulders where they're like, "Okay." I know what I'm gonna write this week and I don't have to feel guilty all the time that I'm not writing. Cause that's the key, right? I think about back in high school, when you know we had what, six periods a day and I wasn't in science class thinking like, oh, I should be in English class right now. I was just in science class. And I knew that's what I was supposed to be working on. So I think that's kind of the freedom that a schedule gives us when you have your set writing time that you sit down to do it at that time. You know that that's where you're supposed to be. That's what you're supposed to be doing. And you're not checking your email and you're not being distracted by other things. But then the rest of the day, you're not kind of beating yourself up that you're not working on your book. You, you got your writing time in or your book connection time in when you plan to. And then the rest of the time, you're living your, your other parts of your life. So the other thing you might think about related to your intention for the week ahead is how you want your writing to feel. This can be a really powerful question if you are in a little bit of a slump with your book or um, I don't know, maybe you're feeling a little bit disconnected from your book for some reason. I think setting the intention of reconnecting with your book, falling in love with your book again, doing something to help you kind of reignite that spark um, can be so powerful. And I think this isn't talked about enough, but it's really normal, in my experience, to have a relationship with our creative project that ebbs and flows and kind of we have ups and downs. You ha- you will have periods where you're like, oh my gosh, I don't even know if I like this book anymore. And then you'll have periods where you're like, this is the best thing that's ever been written. I'm so obsessed with my book. And I think that's totally normal to have just kind of the ebbs and flows in our relationship. But the key is when we get to a place where we're, where we're like, oh, I don't even know if I'm excited about this project anymore, is to to remember why we fell in love with it in the first place and to be able to like find ways to spark that magic and spark that joy within us about our project again. Let me get a drink of water for a second. So I think a key with setting an intention for the week ahead, it can be really powerful to set maybe two intentions where one of them is really practical or tangible of like I want to write this many words, I want to write for this amount of time, or I want to work on this chapter. And then the other one is a little bit more how you want to feel around your writing. Like I want to feel really inspired. I want to feel like my book is helping me to write it. I want to feel really connected with my characters. I want to feel like my book is going to make a difference for someone. I want to feel super creative this week. I think just setting that intention um, is a really powerful way of kind of calling in, that feeling um from the universe and just from it's like you're setting that out there of this is how you want the book to how you want the week to feel. Some of my clients will even set a one word intention. Think about one word that they want the next week to feel like. That can also be really powerful. And again, I think writing these down, sharing them with someone, you can always share them with me. Um, is a great way to kind of really lock in those wins that you're celebrating and those intentions for the next week. And if you write them down like I do, it can be really um, powerful once you, you know, get a few weeks in to look back and see the way that your intentions and your wins kind of play into each other. So you get into a rhythm where you'll start to see, oh, I set my intentions to do this. And then look, my wins were that I did that. And so I think it really creates this um, amazing confidence and like self-trust that you can trust yourself to show up for your book and to show up for your writing, which is so huge. That is something that is like a foundation for your creative spirit to just know that this isn't a one-sided relationship, right? That you're going to show up for your book, just like your book is going to show up for you with ideas and inspiration and that you can trust yourself to do what you say, do what you say you're going to do. So I hope that these questions um, have given you some ideas or unlocked some inspiration in you. I would love to hear if you start trying this, what comes up for you what wins you're celebrating and what intentions you are setting for the week ahead. And again, we share these um, every week in my free Facebook community, um, book breakthrough community on Facebook. We have threads every week to share our wins from the past week and our intentions for the week ahead. So that's also a place that you can come in and share yours and read the wins and um, intentions of other people, which I think can also be so inspiring to be in community and to hear other people's wins and to read other people's goals for the week ahead um, that's something that my women in thriving authors academy continually say is like oh my gosh i'm just so inspired by hearing about everyone's momentum and everyone's wins and intentions for the week ahead it's almost like to tie back to my metaphor of writing a book like running a marathon it's like if you imagine running a marathon just by yourself you know you can do it you can do a marathon by yourself But what if you imagine running a marathon as part of a group of people who are also running this marathon together and like cheering each other on and motivating each other throughout the the course of of the 26.2 miles, right? It's so much easier to run when you're part of a group than to just try to do it by yourself. And so I think part of it is having that energy and that momentum forward of celebrating our wins, looking ahead at our intentions for the next week. So again, I hope this was helpful. Would love to love, love, love to hear um, what comes up for you around these questions. And thank you so much for hanging out with me this morning. I always love my time with you. And um, I'm always just a message away if you have any questions for me or anything that you wanna share. I'm cheering you on in your writing projects and I'm off to go do a little bit of writing on my own. Okay, bye everybody.
0: Thanks for spending time with me today. Please hit that subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode. And I would love for you to join me in my free Facebook group. It's called Book Breakthrough Community, and it's full of other heart-centered writers sharing resources and supporting each other. We discuss the podcast episodes. I regularly go live with free challenges, and you may even meet your new writing partner to swap pages with join us on Facebook at Book Breakthrough Community. And you can always reach out to me personally at Dallas Woodburn Author on Facebook and Instagram. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast and your ideas for new episodes. Until next time, happy writing.